0: and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about the Word of God dwelling in us richly. Let's dive in. For the last several months, I've been spending a lot of time reading and studying the book of Colossians. In fact, I've been preaching through a kind of a mini series on the book of Colossians. And if you'd love to join me in that study, I would just count it a great joy and privilege to join you in the study of this incredible book. And there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get a bunch of study guides and session notes and all the materials that I've been walking through in the book of Colossians. Well, with that being said, I've been spending a lot of time just pondering this incredible book. And I just wanted to give you a thought that just keeps lingering in my mind. And it's something that I often talk about here on the podcast and what I write on and all that kind of stuff, but it's just been a fresh, freshly just pressed in my own life and wanted to give you the thought. It comes from Colossians chapter three, verse 16. Listen to what Paul writes. He says this, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with gratefulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. I love those two verses, verse 16 and verse 17 of chapter 3, especially the very beginning of verse 16, where Paul again says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Isn't it fascinating as you look at the modern church, how we esteem the word of God, and yet we actually don't spend much time in it. For whatever reason, we have this mentality that, well, as long as I know about the word of God. And as long as I have it in my pocket, because it's on my iPhone and well, because I, well, I might show up to church with it on occasion and I might read my chapter day to keep the devil away. I presume I'm actually fine and I'm actually dwelling in the word of God. And yet the psalmists often say, well, I dwell upon your word day and night, that it is to constantly be upon our mind and in our hearts. I've often quoted Psalm 119 verse nine and verse 11, where the psalmist says, well, how can a young man keep his way pure? And the answer in verse nine is, well, by living according to your word. And I don't think it's a surprise that two verses later, the psalmist goes on and says, well, I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So how are we going to walk a pure and righteous life? Well, it seems like it must be connected to allowing the word of God dwell in us richly. Now, I find it interesting in Colossians 3.16 that the word dwell doesn't just mean to like reside, doesn't just mean like a home, though there is that idea associated and connected with it. But the idea is to actually sink down into, to have a permanent dwelling place. And it, and I love what Paul says. He says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In other words, it's not just to even dwell within us but that it should richly dwell within us. That word richly is really the idea of abundantly. So listen to what Paul's saying. He says, let the word of Christ have this permanent residence, this dwelling place within us that is rich, that is abundant. Is that true in your life? Do you actually delight in the word of God? Is the word of the Lord dwelling in you richly? Do you meditate upon it day and night? Or is it just something that you kind of tip your hat to, that you kind of check off a list every single day or once a week? When I look at the current state of the modern church, I am just deeply grieved by just the worldliness and the distractions in which we live. And I think part of the reason for that is because we are so entertained and so distracted by everything Except the word, that the word is just an add-on to our life, rather than letting the reality of Christ and His word be our life. In fact, back earlier in chapter three, in verse three and four, Paul says that that we have died in, in the context of talking about this world, and our life has been hidden with Christ in God. And then in verse four, Paul makes this statement: When Christ, who is our life, And he goes on talking about the fact that we will be manifested as he is manifested. But did you get that? When Christ, who is our life, see Jesus and his word is not to be an add on to our life. Rather, it is to be the centrality of our life. Or as Paul would say in Colossians 1 18, that Jesus is to be preeminent, that he is to have first place in every area of our lives. Is that true in you? I don't know about you, but when I hear this idea of Christ being first in every arena of my life, when I look at this idea of the word of Christ, not just having a place in my life, not just an activity that I participate in, rather the word of Christ dwells in me abundantly, richly. Well, that's a little convicting because is that, yeah, I may say that with my lips, but is that the reality of my life, Do my actions and my motives and my heart and my mind prove the fact that the word of God dwells in me richly? Well, as an outflowing thought, Paul continues in verse 16 of chapter 3, and he says, not only let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, but there's this whole idea of that which has been deposited within our lives. So as I dwell in the word richly, as the word of Christ just lives within my life, well, something's going to bubble forth out of my life. And he continues and he says, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with gratefulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in verse 17, he says, whether in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And I love that connection, that that which is deposited, that which is residing within my life should, like a volcano, bubble forth in and out of my life and literally encourage, teach, admonish, exhort everyone around me unto Jesus Christ. So so get the connection. If the word of Christ is dwelling in me, then that is going to come out of me, whether it's teaching or singing or just some measure of encouragement, that which God has placed within my life should bubble forth in and out of my life look at your life. Does the word of Christ dwell in you? Does does the word have permanent residence in your life? Is your life centered upon the reality of Jesus Christ and his word? Does it reside in you abundantly? And if it does, is it bubbling forth out of your life? Well, if the answer to any of that is, uh, no, (laughs) could I encourage you, to freshly fix your gaze upon Jesus? Would you come before the Lord and and seek him and say, Lord, I desperately need you and your word to be the very center of my life. Don't just be an add-on to my life. You are all things that I need for life and godliness. So Lord, would you take your life, Lord, would you take your word and would you just dwell in me richly, abundantly? And would you allow that to bubble forth to the world around me? We need men and women of God who are dwelling in the word of God, who whose lives are full of the word of God, and that is bubbling forth out of their life and out of their lips in everything that they do, whether in word or in deed. Well, I know it's just a short encouragement, but it's been a deep just meditation in my own life. Again, if you'd like to take some of these ideas deeper, from the book of Colossians, I would invite you to join me in an incredible study of this amazing book. And again, there's a link where you can do that below in the show notes of this episode. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian podcast. For show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 237 for episode 237. And no, that really is my passion and my heart for you that the reason I do this podcast is so that we together can journey down the narrow way of the cross and that Christ would be the very center of our lives and that his word would dwell in us richly. So no, I'm praying for you. I'm cheering you onto that end. I know I'm excited for all that God is doing as you continue to build your life around him.